somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. That's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And, wow, uh, we had a quite a Labor Day weekend uh, in the college football world. My team, the team, Colorado Buffaloes, beat the TCU, TCU. And uh, that was a kind of a big deal. I was looking forward to that weekend. My, my father's poor Clemson team lost to Duke. Wow, that's kind of incredible shocker and uh but uh yeah so there was a a lot going on there but then uh you know we're watching the politics and uh we're going to be covering a lot of different things today that uh are going to go into what we can expect with regard to the biden crime family investigation we're also going to talk a little bit about climate because there's some new developments on what Bill Gates is up to. Um, I was also in some involved with some conversations that sparked my interest in talking about it with you guys, and that is uh, this whole thing about AI and automation and how it gets us to transhumanism and some other things. So we're going to be talking about these issues today. But... Um, yeah. Um, one of the things is that Bill Gates is investing now in this system called Kadama Systems to reduce CO2. It gets it gets me to thinking about. I was gonna. I was looking for this audio clip. I couldn't find it, but uh, I've played it for you a couple of times in the past. There's two significant audio uh, sound bites that we've shared with you. One is that CO2 is not the driver of temperature. Rather, temperature is a reflection of sun and clouds and the reflection from sun and clouds and how the heat from the sun bounces off the Earth's surface. And that CO2 although is super 
impacted by trees, absorbed by trees. And so you want more trees if you want to lower CO2. But also, uh, the oceans are more significant than even trees with respect to absorption of CO2. So you have all of this in play. And uh, this guy said, you know, trees consume as much CO2 as needed. So why would you want to why would you want to plow over the trees and cut down all the trees? Like if you're in the lumber business, it's always been good course of action to cut down the old trees that are prone to a fire hazard that, that are drier and might set off forest fires. Cut them down and harvest new trees. Moist trees, trees less likely to be, you know, uh, involved with forest fires, unless there's arson, but uh, it's not going to go up in smoke just from the heat of the sun because they're not that dry. They're new. They're young. So there's a lot of things that you can do to prevent forest fires uh, during the winter months of foliaging and uh, creating a lot of moisture in, in these forests. So that when the summer does roll around, that uh, you're not going to get that. But you're not going to get the fires unless you have arson. And arson seems to be the the uh, attack of choice, whether it's the Maui fires or the fires in uh, Tenerife or Spain, the fires in Greece, the fires in Kelowna, British Columbia. The fires in California all seem to be helping the deep state out with their eminent domain issues, with their land grab issues, devaluation of land so that people like Bill Gates can buy it on the cheap. Yeah, that's all happening. So Bill Gates is buying up all kinds of land and he's investing in this really odd technology where they're tearing trees down, and then they're burying the trees. Or they're setting forests on fire, and they're gobbling up the land at a, the price of a song. Meanwhile, you got BlackRock involved in buying up all of our houses and all of our land, and they want to control your food supply. We're going to get into all of this today. This is just a teaser to a lot of the audio that we have for you today. But I want you to take a listen to this. This uh, does not make any sense whatsoever because the two audio clips I've played for you in the past, one says, don't clear a field of trees to make way for solar panels because the solar panels aren't as efficient as Mother Nature. That's number one. Number two that CO2 follows temperature by about 800 years. It's a laggard. It's not a driver. CO2 doesn't drive temperature up like John Kerry would like to sell you or Al Gore tells you so that they can control your behavior and everything that you do. But CO2 follows temperature. When temperature goes up, CO2 reflects that temperature rise, 
which is based on the sun bouncing off the earth. And But the thing is, is we're in a cooler period now. And so it's just a matter of time that CO2 is going to drop on its own. It's going to have nothing to do with electric vehicles or any of those sort. And so, you know, we, we have to get new leadership. I saw it printed somewhere that every, in every case in point where there's a World Economic Forum this young disciple in office, they should be investigated for treason because they don't have their country, their country's best interests at heart. They're selling out their country for corporate greed. Eric Adams is a chief example, the mayor of New York. Lori Lightfoot was yet another one in Chicago where she basically was talking about the New World Order. So these radical Marxist leaders are pushing our country into a communist state. And the only way they're going to get there is if they rig the elections, which we know that they're doing. It's high time we get better equipped to find out how all of this is being done because it's being done right under our noses. I just saw a poll today on the news that had Joe Biden and Donald Trump in a dead heat at 46% each. That is part of the ruse right there. If they could keep the polls close, they could rig the elections without question. But if they, the polls show a 20% lead for Trump, which is about where it should be, then they, could, they can't get away with the fraud because no way could a poll be wrong by 20%. So somehow you have to get a handle on the polls. Because, see, the polls don't involve election rigging. The polls are just calls that go out. And there's got to be independent pollsters that are financed by independent money sources, not the World Economic Forum, to go ahead and try to... But see, I think what's happening is this indoctrination that's going on in our schools, the mass media attack on reality, like MSNBC and CNN. A couple of things. CNN and MSNBC have lost all the respect that they have ever had, the integrity and respect that they ever, ever tried to acquire and build, they have none of that anymore. Not even Fox News. Everybody knows that the media is in the tank for a political candidate and that the media is is owned and operated by the globalists, the Black Rocks, the vanguards, the state streets, and... We all know not to trust them. The media is not to be trusted. But the media is in control of the polls. And somehow we still trust these polls. Oh, okay, it's a poll. You know, that people are just... But these polls are being rigged. And they're being financed by the same people that are owned and controlled by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard and the World Economic Forum agenda. So why should we trust them? Because it's these polls 
that are the predecessor to the election fraud. Like I said, if the polls have a 20% disparity between two candidates, then there's no way that they could flip the election upside down and rig it the way they want to because it would belie the poll. And the poll is where you can get around the fraud unless you have a fixed and rigged poll calling all Democrats and then lying about it in your sample data and saying we called equal number of Democrats and Republicans and independents. So we have to get on that. We have to get to the bottom of that. But we'll play our first audio clip here. Bill Gates now bets on Kadama systems to reduce CO2. Oh, okay. So that sounds good, right? Yeah, we all want to reduce CO2. Well, it turns out that CO2 is actually kind of good for people and good for the planet, which we need more of, not less. By chopping down trees and burying them underground, where did the billions... Where did the billions raised by gullible citizens over decades to save the rainforests and biodiversity go? See, this is what I'm saying. People actually believe that Joe Biden and Trump are tied because they're that gullible, that that sheepish. But it's not reality. And the same thing is true here. For a century almost, everybody believed that trees were good for the environment. And guess what? That is not the case. So um, now people are believing that you cut all the trees down, the trees that are well known to absorb CO2, and you want to cut all the trees down to save the environment. To reduce CO2 emissions. That does not make any sense, folks. Nor does it make any sense that the same people say, we have to go after cow flatulence and agriculture to stop agriculture from emitting greenhouse gases during the production of food in order to save the food supply. And they're buying up farmers' land in the Netherlands, and it's if it it just it, it's a flat out lie, folks. And they're trying to pull it off, and there are people out there dumb enough to believe it. Let's take a listen to this. Bill Gates and other investors are betting Kadama Systems can reduce carbon dioxide in the air by chopping down and burying trees, which has raised $6.6 million in seed funding from Bill Gates's Breakthrough Energy and others. Scientists say burying trees can reduce global warming as well. I don't know where they're finding these scientists, by the way. To help address the problem, the U.S. Forest Services aims to thin out 70 million acres of western forests, mostly in California over the next decade, extracting more than 1 billion tons of bone-dried biomass. Normally, when you cut down trees, when you're a lumberjack, when you have a lumber company, you're selling the lumber to build houses, people buying from Home Depot or whatever. They're arguing that they want to, rather than sell the timber, take all that wood and just bury it because they're saying that that is a better solution. And so, in other words, this is a business. 
Wow. Incredible. What do you make of that? It's absolutely absurd. Here is the founder of Greenpeace talking about climate. One of my missions is to turn on its head the idea that carbon dioxide is a pollutant and somehow dangerous, when in fact it is the most important nutrient for all life on Earth, and without it this would be a dead planet. So I say not only is carbon dioxide good, it is essential, and it's a good thing that we are putting some more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere because it was running low before we came along. If we had definitive proof that CO2 was causing serious problems and we could prove it, don't you think they would write that down on a piece of paper somewhere so people could read it? They don't have definitive proof, period, in science. I'm, I'm, I'm a student of the philosophy and history of science, and I know that the scientific method has not been applied in such a way as to prove that carbon dioxide is causing the earth to warm. You think in a few years, say 50 years from now, people go, that was a really stupid period in our history when we tried to change all our energy policies to cut this gas? I am firmly of the belief that the future will show that this whole hysteria over climate change was a complete fabrication. For what reason? For power, right? For absolute power. Contrary to popular belief, the majority of the Earth's oxygen isn't produced by trees, but by tiny ocean plants called phytoplankton. These microscopic heroes contribute between 50 to 80% of the oxygen in our atmosphere. So, um, here, let's take a listen to this. This is uh, RFK Jr., more importantly, there's three giant corporations, BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, which own collectively, they own each other, so it's really one giant corporation, but they also own 89% of the S&P 500. They own everything. They've now decided to, to buy every single family home in America. So if they stay on the current trajectory... They will own 60% of the homes in this country, single-family homes, by 2030. They literally are trying to buy everything. And and the head of it, Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, is on the board of the World Economic Forum. And what they, you know, they've said, we want this great reset, which is you will own nothing and you will be happy. Well, they're on their way to making sure that we don't own anything. So you all probably have heard of people who are about to buy a home mm-hmm. And somebody comes in with at the last minute with a cash, cash or, or offer and, and snatches off the out of the market. Right. And it's usually an LLC with an ambiguous name. But if you trace that up, you'll find it's owned by BlackRock. Wow. And, and- We're going to go ahead and take a call. Uh, let, let me just uh, get this. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Caller, you're on the air. Hi, I just got uh, only one thing to say on this stupidity. Methane gas, in terms of greenhouse effect, is 30 times worse than CO2. What happens when you put things, bury things, they decompose, they give off methane gas. The two primary sources of methane gas in the world are swamps and wetlands and landfills where things are decomposing 
I can't understand why somebody doesn't challenge these people with facts. Now, I, that's all I got this morning. Thanks. Thank you. That's a great point. Uh, makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. No, it's they're, they're, they're evil. The people behind this are evil. Bill Gates with mosquitoes and and uh, synthetic foods, Beyond Beef and all that. None of this makes sense. Why can't they just allow us to be free and live off the land? Because we're heading toward a period of communism. Here is a Chinese woman. And it says here, this person, Salty Goat, posted this on Twitter. It says, everybody needs to watch this. I'm talking conservatives, liberals, libertarians, and people who... So this is a person who knows, right? This is a Chinese woman that can see exactly what is happening before us in our country. And the person who retweeted this, actually, was a, tr- is a truth. It was Donald Trump. He said, wow, a must-watch. And so that got my attention. And then... That was on Truth, and then on Twitter, somebody retweeted Trump's tweet, or Truth. So here it is. Let's take a listen to this. Through the most brutal communist regime in China, and I I witness a lot, and now I will count. One of the darkest moments that I witness is the day when the former president of the United States was um, indicted and mugshot in uh, Georgia prison. I have to say, I think America is quickly becoming a communist country. And uh, our rule of law has been turned into what Marxists called proletarian dictatorship. The party in power is after its political oppositions. And it's not just the president, but uh, people uh, like activists, and they are now in jail. They are political prisons, prisoners in the free yes. country uh, of United States. So there's a lot of people who really don't like Donald Trump. They hate him for a lot of reasons. What's your message to them? Because they seem gleeful about this. But what's the warning to people who maybe don't like Donald Trump, would like to have him not be the next president? Why is what is happening actually bad for them, too? Yeah, I have a word for them. Forget about Donald Trump. Party in power is abusing their power and going after any oppositions. Now it's Donald Trump. Now it's MAGA. But eventually it's everybody because communist uh, regime would not tolerate any, any uh, opposition, any dissenting voices. So it's they're coming after all of us, including those who are cheering and now for uh, Trump's indictment, mm-hmm. and they think they are on the re- uh, winning team. They're not. We are all will become victims if we let it let them succeed. So what's the message for what we should do now um, as Americans, and maybe even what should conservatives do, as they're the ones who are right now feeling like their point of view, their side is being persecuted. Learn a little bit of history and learn a little bit of cultural revolution. What's happening here is a repeat. Only when people understand the history and the nature of uh, uh, what's going on, where they wake up, we are dealing with communism. We are dealing with Marxism who want to transform our country into a dictatorship. Yeah, you know, G, one place people can get started in learning. Well, you know, um, that's true. And what I liked about that was 
sort of the solution. But the World Economic Forum is a couple of steps ahead because the new wrinkle in all of this is artificial intelligence, automation, and what that's going to do to our society and and how it's going to impact because the people in power are embracing the 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 profit center that it's all about money and it's all about profit always open borders the reason why open borders is happening is because the corporations like the cheap labor that's coming across the border uh, i just saw a meme about the jobs numbers and it said uh that uh I'm going to get the I'm going to get the meme actually but but it was like one point let's see if I can get that but it was jobs are being replaced at record numbers let's put it this way jobs are being replaced at, by record numbers with respect to the amount of um jobs being gobbled up by foreigners and uh Let's see if I could find this, though. No, okay, I don't have it handy, but it was a statistic that said something like uh, a large number of jobs, American jobs, those natural-born citizens have lost jobs, whereas the increase in the, in the uh, job market is coming from people who were not born in America. That was the statistic, and it was quite telling. And uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to try to get that statistic as soon as I can. But um, that that's pretty pretty alarming. I, I knew that's what was happening. And so people are coming across the open border. They're working on the cheap, and they're actually impacting sort of like the jobs numbers to stabilize the job market somehow. But everybody's getting paid less. So, and it's being done by non-born citizens, non-U.S. born citizens are getting all the jobs and they're getting them for the cheap. We talked about this a lot last week about the nurses and stuff and how everything's sort of like dumbed down where they're just learning certain skills and a lot of American born nurses are losing their jobs to cheaper labor coming in from, say, Africa, and uh, which was the case in, in my experience at the hospitals. And this is happening everywhere. But the corporations, the corporations are paying the politicians. They're paying the politicians. The politicians will say and do anything to get on corporate TV, corporate media who is controlled by the corporations and the donors class in that corporation. And so what you end up getting is this power and control, BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, and World Economic Forum dictating the terms of the new technologies. And every one of these advancements is about either cutting out the middle-class worker altogether with automation and artificial intelligence or importing slave labor into your country through an open border or 
setting up something like the Climate Initiative Paris Agreement to to regulate and control who can manufacture in the West while at the same time pushing and advancing the ball for cheap slave labor in China to manufacture for the entire world. And that is what is happening. And you end up getting monsters like World Economic Forum Chief Lead Advisor to Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Havari. Let's take a listen. Let's see. And then the big political and economic question of the 21st century will be, what do we need humans for? Or at least, what do we need so many? The guy, the guy that's saying this is all about depopulation. Okay, I'm gonna before I play that clip. That's a that's a that's not the clip I wanted to play. I'm gonna play three clips from this Yuval Noah Harari. All right. The only thing God managed to create are organic uh, beings. All these trees and giraffes and humans, they are just organic. But we are now trying to create inorganic entities, inorganic life forms, cyborgs, artificial intelligence, and so forth. If we succeed, and there is a very good chance we will, then very soon we will be beyond the God of the Bible. We'll be behind, beyond the God of the Bible. He, I mean, this is just absolute anti-religion. This is anti-human. This is what it's all about. This is what transhumanism is about. This is what putting barcodes and chips in your arms are all about. This is what forcing you to wear masks. They have one audio, one video after another of these people, these globalists, strapping on a mask for a photo. Then as soon as the photo is snapped, they take the masks off and they start talking amongst themselves again. It's all propaganda. Let's take a listen to this same monster, Yuval Noah Harari. What do we need humans for, he asks. Political and economic question of the 21st century will be, what do we need humans for? Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? Do you have an answer in the book? Um, at present, the best guess we have is uh, keep them happy with drugs and computer games. And then the big... That's what he thinks of you. Keep you happy with drugs and computer games. Let's take a listen to another clip from him. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades, will be what to do with all these useless people. The problem is more uh, boredom and how, what to do with them and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless, worthless. My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games as a solution for more. It's already happening. Uh, in, 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 in under different titles, different headings, you see more and more people spending more and more time or uh, uh, solving their inner problems with uh, uh, drugs and computer games, both legal drugs and illegal drugs. The biggest question... In wow, that is scary, right? That's the guy that's the lead advisor for Klaus Schwab. Let's take a listen to this. It's not an extremely deadly virus. It's not the Black Death. And look what it's doing to the world. 
So now just try to think what will be the implications of a much bigger uh, problem like climate change. Also, conceptually, it shows that, um, and here I completely agree with you, Ratgar, that it shows you that you can change things on a massive scale. That, um, and again, you can stop all flights. You can lock down entire countries. You can actually do that. And uh, life goes on in some way. And this, I would say, may make us more open to radical ideas about how to deal also with climate change. So COVID is just more like a conditioning testing ground. It's, it's absolutely stunning. Meanwhile, you have this climate hoax, and he's hinging everything now on climate. Climate is the next scamdemic, in a sense. This guy from uh, Australia. Everything that ha- single thing that happens today is climate change. Kids in schools are being brainwashed. Parents don't seem willing to strike back. Universities fill the heads of their students with global warming rubbish. This stuff is damaging. It's dangerous. And it's everywhere. We're in a cultural war. Climate change is the new religion. None of these people, not one, can define climate change other than to talk about carbon emissions. They're not carbon emissions at all. Carbon's a chemical element. It exists in things like diamonds and graphite. Carbon is in carbon dioxide, so they mean carbon dioxide emissions. And the burning of coal releases carbon dioxide. So I might add, do the bushfires. So they must mean that carbon dioxide's a problem. And the world as we know it will end if we don't do something about it. Hang on. Carbon dioxide is 0.04 of a percent of the atmosphere. That is over the whole world. Human beings create only 3% of that 0.04% over the whole world. And Australia, human beings, manufacturers, cows breaking wind, bushfires are responsible for... 1.3% of the 3% of the 0.04%. Is anyone seriously suggesting that we should stand the economy on its head, force up energy prices, damage business, jeopardise employment, because 0.04% of the atmosphere is carbon dioxide and coal produces carbon dioxide? If we genuinely want to fight for the future of our kids, we're going to have to fight against this intellectual rubbish. And it appears that only a few of us are prepared to step into the ring. And that's the trouble. Is the people listening to the show, me, talking about it, we're just a small fraction of what is needed to build an army against this false propaganda. That is the, that is the kicker. We are just, you know, we have basically a slingshot It's worth mentioning that China produces more carbon dioxide than G7 combined. China is ramping up coal fire plants at a record pace and not mentioning India, Africa, and South America. Like I said, it's all about bricks, manufacturing, G7, innovating, and there's going to be a need for both while they work on depopulation. 
depopulation through pandemics, scamdemics, plandemics, climate, food deprivation, and the sort. This is coming right out of the mouths of Larry Fink. Behaviors are going to have to change. This is one thing we're we're asking companies. Uh, You have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Behaviors are going to Yep. This is a scary one right here. New York City Mayor Eric Adams measuring how much of an impact our food choices have on our emissions. C40 cities. Now, this is a new term. C40 cities, great corporate partner, American Express. See how he's kissing the butts of his money people, his handlers? So you can go to C40.org. C40. It's a global network of mayors of the world's leading cities that are united in action to confront the climate crisis. Look how much money is going into this, how organized they are against you and me. We're not organized. We don't have the financial backing that they have. We don't have the power. We don't have the guns. We don't have the police force, the investigative arm, the same investigative arm that's trying to trash our republic and go after Donald Trump? Same one. And here we are, having to fight this fight because these monsters keep getting elected by either one of two things, election fraud or the dumbest human beings on the planet called Democrats who can't see it. And they just sort of want to win. Like that Chinese lady was saying in that clip earlier, is is that they're laughing at Trump's indictments. They're relishing in it, not realizing that one day, when Trump is long gone, they're going to be next by the same evildoers that are in power and in control if we don't take back our country. But it's going to be too late. And all the I told you so's in the world aren't going to really cut it. Listen to this Eric Adams, how sleazy this guy is. I'm excited to announce that for the first time in our city's history, we're measuring just how much of an impact our food choices have on our our emissions. We're learning for the first time our food choices, what impact they have on our emissions. Something that's not even a threat to our existence. They just made it up. I'm excited to announce that. And he's going to thank American Express because, again, corporate money. For the first time in our city's history, we're measuring just how much of an impact our food choices have on our emissions. First time we're doing this. We work with the C40 Cities uh, Climate Leadership Group. And I want to take my hat off to a great corporate uh, partner, American Express. I'm excited. Right. Everything about that is just wrong. Everything about that. They want to control, monitor what you eat. But since the next step could be to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which means um, uh, you you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict 
what uh, predict and afterwards you can say why do we need elections because we know what the result will be can you imagine such a world but since the next step could be in, to go into a prescriptive uh, mode which means um, uh, you you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict what uh, predict and afterwards you can say why do we need elections because we know what the result will be. All right, so this is called predictive AI, artificial intelligence. So Klaus Schwab can predict the outcome of elections, his YGL win every time and penetrate Z cabinets, right? <laughs> it's AI in prescriptive mode. You do not even have to have elections. And a guy like that who can actually control the AI input and output because he has a seat at the table and you don't you better believe that the AI is going to be a fulfilled prophecy because it's going to be coded in a language that speaks to Klaus Schwab's thoughts and that's scary in and of itself this is what we're going to be faced against AI is going to be a uh, considered to be a complete neutral body arbitrator, if you will. And yet, there's nothing neutral about it. They're already discovering that artificial intelligence is completely biased, just like search engine results are. It's a glorified search engine. Let's take a listen to Klaus Schwab. What's the force? Industrial revolution, it changes not only what we are doing, it changes us. It's a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological spheres. It's an integration of those spheres. Just think of sensors planted into our brains. The opportunities are immense. Once the force. That's scary stuff, right? And this is this is sort of like tra transhumanism. This is that transhumanism that they're talking about. And let's see if I could find this. Uh, I had a, the clip, and I lost the clip. Um. Oh, before we go on, here is another. Uh, this is Pierce Corbin. Dispels the fairy tale of CO2 controls temperature on the planet. Stay with Climate change theory is a, a climate change conspiracy theory, and it is completely stupid. The problem with the current climate change narrative is that it's false. It claims that carbon dioxide controls was the main forcer of world temperatures whereas actual data shows that it's world temperatures which control the carbon dioxide concentration co2 does not have any effect whatsoever the actual climate is cooling and that is shown by satellite data as opposed to the fraudulent data produced by the american and uh, the united nations operations where they select data to make it look colder in the past and warmer in the present. Right. 
Now, transhumanism. I wanted to I wanted to play this for quite some time. Uh, this is actually quite interesting. Transhumanism, the Internet of Bodies, a New World Order, and CBDCs are part of the globalist agenda and the reason why we are seeing Marxist socialist militant groups like trans, BLM, LGBTQ being supported by global corporate partnerships that bypass governments. So the fact that they have emojis speaks volumes. All right, so let's take a listen to this. Look into intrabody nano network administered through facts. Just type in those keywords. Then look into transhumanism. Then look into the Internet of Bodies. Then look into how the Internet of Bodies is going to tie into and become the foundation of this new digital financial system that's coming. And then it's all going to make sense. I mean, COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance and it makes surveillance go under your skin. One of the features of this fourth industrial revolution is that it doesn't change what we are doing, but it changes us. This work is called the Internet of Bodies. And while this may sound Atlantic a little sci-fi for some of you, there is a visible progression from the Internet of Things into this more body-attached network that I'm calling the Internet of Bodies. The Internet of Bodies will for the first time mean that software will start causing physical harm to human bodies with some regularity. And this is a new step for law in particular. The Internet of Bodies will force us to ask ourselves some potentially uncomfortable questions about our human bodies and whether we are correcting them or in by the way, the person's name here talking is Dr. Andrea Matwishin. So there's a doctor speaking before in a discussion at the Atlantic Council. And here, just continue. So it's uh, Dr. Andrea Matwishin, M-A-T-W-Y-S-H-Y-N. Enhancing them and how we view the future. It's a pervasive general purpose technology that will be used in all of our industries. We will be under assessment, we will be under measure of computation in every aspect of our lives in the future, from what you eat, who you date, what you buy. For the first time in history, it's possible to completely eliminate privacy. Mm -hmm. It was just never possible before, and it is possible now. COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance and it makes surveillance go under your skin. This is Richard Werner, the top academic scholar in the world on central banking. The nature of the CBDC, what, what is it actually going to look like? They never talk about that. Right. Um, but I heard one European Central Banker, tell me what it's going to look like. And it was around this, this large and would be implanted under your skin. CBDC. If that happens, we're done. It is self-assembling nanotechnology for the purpose of creating a carbon nanotube network within the human body to make the human body a device 
that can eventually be linked into the Internet of Bodies. If you have um, uh, a good two-way communication system directly between brains and computers, it also means you can connect several brains together to create an interbrain net with a comp because it's, it's the, same, the same system, the same communication system. And nobody has any idea what this means for things like identity. Who am I when I can access directly the brain of another person? So you might have missed what happened Wednesday afternoon at the Fed. But they started their CBDC. Maybe we should start having the conversation of, gosh, this looks like the mark of the beast. COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance, even in democratic countries, and it makes surveillance go under your skin. The old systems of, uh, of trust and of ownership uh, will have to adapt radically. China's taken over, and China, you know, I heard a couple of people say, well, the dollar will never lose the dollar standard. Are they kidding? Now the BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, have announced plans to develop a new currency. The Russians backed up what Warren's been saying. A lot of people are going, oh, this currency is not going to be anything. They said it's going to be gold-backed. Hello, it's going to be gold-backed. The BRICS group is set to introduce a new currency backed by gold in contrast to the credit-backed U.S. dollar with countries lining up to join the growing initiative. And he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. Go to bh-pm.com, Beverly Hills. Wow. Um, it's, it's crazy what's going on in this world. And we're going to have to get we're going to have to take a lot of steps. And I think that the one thing that's absolutely important is you need to limit the amount of digital you consume in your life, whether it's your cell phone or your, your, your computers. You need to detach. Go for long walks. You know, get away from the barcodes and, you know, do whatever you can. But they're they're being our adversaries are being empowered by your contributions my contributions caller you're on the air hey morris scott yeah i got uh two things uh, first of all i seriously doubt this harari bastard uh includes himself as one of the the useless eaters okay <laughs> right and uh, and second of all, we need to start analyzing this 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 language that they're using. Uh, with uh, Adams talking about uh, uh, food choices, 
Well, what does he mean by food choices? What is what what food choices uh, are affecting the climate? Do you know? Yeah, Eric Adams, you're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, he's talking. He's talking about uh, meat, beef, for example. Right. So, so I mean, if you if you follow the bouncing ball to its logical conclusion, uh, so everything that they've determined uh, impacts the climate. No, they're adversely. Gonna, like they do with no, carbohydrates and calories, they're going to put a carbon footprint right. uh, rating on the food you buy and tax it accordingly. Right, for how, for how much how much uh, damage it does to the climate in right. production. Right. Okay. So to coerce you, and then steer you away, the, right? So then you've got them banning cows because of methane emissions. So how long is it going to be until they ban foods that cause gas? Well, I mean, they're already making synthetic meats, right? I mean, it doesn't doesn't anybody see how this thing goes? And they could it they could also stop. put vaccines or vaccine. Or, mRNA uh, medicines in the bioengineered food. They look well, at that right. as a I win, mean, a twofer. The, the the whole subject is just so and and, and and they're cracking down on your own garden. Uh, I played mm-hmm. a, a clip last week, indicated even private gardens are being under attack. Farmers are being under attacked. You know, because they're trying to even cut out the competition to their th- what they're threatening. You know, yeah, it's crazy. But hey, thanks. I, I, for- I mean, how do how do we get the message out to people in, in a louder voice, there, Scott? I, I just I don't know. I know it's scary. Uh, let's hope and pray that we we can get new leadership, like we did in 2016. That was a fluke. We need another fluke, and then we need to well, right I, the ship. I, 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 in my opinion, I think we need to quit putting our faith in politicians. Absolutely. True. I agree. And yeah. take, uh, we, are, we are a power in numbers that we uh, don't quite realize the strength of, of the mass population. But we need to get organized. But we're out of time. Well, but thank you. Hey, oh, okay. got to go. But thank you. Take care. Well, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out magapack.org, magapack.org. Make a donation if you can over at magapack.org to keep this show, the Scott Adams Show, commercial free. Also, use Red State over at mypillow.com. Red State as your promo code. And with that, we'll see you next time on the radio. We're a stand, the mound's getting steeper. And grab a shovel, dig the hole a little deeper. Just to bury my kids right up to there.